When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Back to Friday. On the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm the Bradley. Colleen will be back on Monday. That's Holly Roberts. And, well, we got to catch up with Brittany. Let's do a little bit of toxic. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Game. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Game. Britney Spears slams her mom while recalling a movie role. What? What? Look, I'm... Can I just start this segment off, Holly, with a uh, a warning? Oh, do you want the... An advisory? The bat signal? Yeah, can we do that? I just, I want to give everyone a heads up. I'm an old man! I hate everything but Matlock! Who is that now? Colleen and Bradley are old. Get off my lawn! Look, I realize I'm old by saying this, but I am a little... Uh, I think I need to to stay away from Britney's Instagram for a while. I'm going to self-care. Mm-hmm. And it's because I, it's sounding a little toxic to me. And I just don't know if I'm here for it. Although, because of my employment, I have to be here for it. So it's kind of like I have no choice. You <laughs> I'm need making to excuses ca- for well, a tweet or for an Instagram post. Bradley, I want to share in this experience with you. You're not alone. Oh. You're not alone. Okay, good. Yeah, in, in self-caring around Britney Spears' Instagram account. So on, I think this was yesterday... She posted a scene from a movie that she did. What was this movie again? It's called Crossroads. Cross. Oh, yeah. Duh. Crossroads. Okay. Scene from Crossroads. And she goes, so she she posts the clip and she says, scene in a movie I did ways back. When I realized my whole journey to find my mom and she doesn't want to see me. I know. Pretty bleeping sad. I mean, P-S-S-S-S-S-S. I mean, it's actually less worse than what my mom did to me in real life. So, Ooh. and look, I know that Brittany is in like post-trauma phase right now or whatever, we, whatever, like an, a healthy therapeutic conversational tone would require in this moment. Like, I get it. Yep. I, am, I am totally aware and I am embracing and empowering of Brittany to heal. But, like, putting all of that out on Instagram is, like, the thing that I am taking issue with. Only insofar as I just think of, like, young people. And I know it's okay to, like, have emotions and feelings. But I don't know that you always need to do that on social media. And I'm afraid that, like, 
she's setting a tone that she may not realize while healthy and healing for her might not be the best for all of her fans. Sure. So that's my old man opinion. And I will now curl up over here and suck on a butterscotch disc while you tell me what you think, Holly. (laughs) Well, Bradley, can you dig at the bottom of your purse for another butterscotch disc? You know, I did buy a bag of butterscotch discs last week or two weeks ago when I was getting ready for my colonoscopy, speaking of being an old man, because it's like one of the few things that I could suck on the last day before I had to go under the the situation. (laughs) Oh, well, this guy, this segment just leaned into <laughs> leaned into the old, but you know, look, you said it. You said it at the beginning of the segment, Bradley. It's part of our employment that we get invested in, and we take a deep dive into things like Britney Spears's Instagram account, and then we intake them, we digest them, and then we baby bird them into yeah. your into your ears. But it is. There is something that's unsettlingly voyeuristic Mm. about a lot of these posts, meaning that these are really intimate thoughts of Britney Spears. Yeah. And she's sharing them on social media in a way that I don't know if I mean, she can do whatever she wants. Right. Goes without saying. But at the same time. I feel like I'm looking at something that is someone who is processing their life out loud in a very intimate way. And I don't know if I need to be the audience to hear all of that. You know, and that said, because so so I, I feel like there are those of us who are reacting that way. And then I feel like I this is where I wonder if I'm old, meaning if the the world is changing around me and I'm just not willing to evolve that people are far more... Con- now, Britney's a little different because I, I, I don't know that this theory that I have in my head really applies to her because she is of our generation. Yeah. In a way that, like, if this was a 20-year-old, I might be more understanding of in that, you know, I think young people today are far more comfortable. And who am I to say if, sort of as a group, they decide that they are comfortable doing this, sharing innermost thoughts, pain, struggle out loud on social media to a a level that many of us from a different generation wouldn't feel comfortable. Like I'm trying to extend that grace to her. But as I'm saying that, I'm like, I don't know that she really applies because she's from a, I, I really do feel like this is some like stuff that somebody could stop her from sharing and say, there's a better place for you to do this. Yeah. Well, for the, yourself. Right. Yeah. And so exactly. Cause looking at the comment section, you know, to your point, Bradley, where is that line where people are celebrating this? And as much as it's celebrating, there, there are those who are, who might be celebrating Britney Spears being unfiltered and her ability to be unfiltered. And that is the cause for celebration. And then there are others who are just like, well, Maybe you don't, maybe sharing all these intimate thoughts isn't the necessarily the best place to do it on Instagram with videos and things. And like, right. You know. Like, I don't know. I, I, there's no right answer. No, it's just that I saw this post and I thought, okay, but when, because I know she's angry at her mom. I right. know she's angry at her dad. I think yeah. she has every right to be angry at her mom and angry at her dad. Yeah. And I hope she'll, you know, be able to work through that and come through that. And who am I to tell her what she's able to share? It's just, I think when I am thinking about this, it's kind of like, and I'll not make this too sidetracky, but it's kind of like what happened this week at the Oscars in the sense that like, 
I don't know that we all need to witness and process this stuff. Yeah. That said, that's what we're doing. <laughs> Station. Yeah! So I realize it's counterintuitive, but maybe maybe there's just at least an awareness that there's an audience here who is taking this stuff on. Yeah. And we need to be like because there are young people there, you know, and again, I'll I'll just admit that I'm being an old man like those kids. They just need protection. But they do. You know, it's I, I don't want them to have to to feel like, oh, I want to be just like her and I'm going to process all my stuff out loud. Because while Brittany may be able to do that successfully and healthfully and in a way that doesn't really affect her in the grand scheme. You know, for young people who are in their early 20s, like that you might look back and go, I shouldn't have, maybe you shouldn't have been that. Uh, I shouldn't have put all that out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe in the future, there won't be consequences in the way that there are now. That's true. Because there is That's an understanding true. that Very this is true. just the, the behavior that happened at the time. Oh, well, there's because so the much. world will implode and we will have no technology and therefore will not be able to have social media and we'll be too busy um, making our own yogurt. Oh, mm-hmm. by the fire that so, you just made. There's hope yet. In homemade probiotics. Yeah. Great. When we come back, speaking of things we want to eat, um, we have something to put in our mouths for a little segment we like to do every week where we taste test some food. What do we call that, Holly? Cheat day Friday. We're doing cheat day when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Ah, I cannot. Is that wait. another zombie? No, it's my mouth. Because I'm hungry here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts, and it's time to get our cheat on. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. It's the only way to cheat legally. Hmm. That's what we're gonna do yeah. on the show today, courtesy of our Canadian friends to the north who sent us a Gift pack oh, of yummy Canada. flavors. Isn't that you hear the, that? Yeah, I do. That is the sound, my friends, of a flavored chip experience. Ooh, wonderful. So, um, you may remember, actually, I can't remember the flavor. Please remind me, Holly. We had a signature flavor from Canada. It was cucumber. Oh, that's right. Cucumber Lays. So, I love Canada, and here's why. They have a special mm, series of flavored Lay's potato chips from China. So in Canada, you can buy these flavors from China series of Lay's potato chips. And that's what we are going to continue trying today. But not the cucumber ones, as you referenced, Holly. Today, you see that? Chicken and tomato. Or if you're French, it's tomate et poulet. So otherwise known as chicken and tomato, as you said. And these are, again, from their Flavors from China series, or Saveurs de Chine. Beautiful. According to the French, because, of course, they got the French up there, the French Canadian. Uh-huh. So um, thanks to our listeners, we are going to try chicken and tomato flavored Lay's. And Holly, I this is interesting to me because I have never heard of chicken and tomato flavored potato chips. I haven't either. Right. And, you know, I guess it, one would mm. wonder, chicken and tomato together at last. Yeah. I mean, what are your first impressions? My first impressions on chicken and tomato are, sure, why not? It, it doesn't seem like it's a particularly unique blend of flavors. It does seem kind it, of basic, right? Yeah, chicken, tomato. tomato. I mean, right. it's not like some signature dish. 
Yeah. You know, that gives you sort of like feelings instantly about what it's going to taste like. I mean, I kind of don't know other than chicken and tomatoes what this is going to taste like. Yeah. Now, Bradley, you got an opportunity. You have the bag in your hands. What kind of huff experience do you have when you put your schnoz in the bag? It's a mild huff. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not a very strong huff. Will you smell an individual chip for me? It just smells like chip. Like there's nothing distinguishing about that scent. Now that I know that there's chicken, maybe I could pick up a roasty, toasty flavor. Close my eyes here. But barely. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I am picking up any identifiable uh, aroma. Excuse me. And it looks like a. (laughs) It looks like a barbecue potato chip. There's yeah. It doesn't really have a. So, Holly. Do you want to put one in your mouth? Sure Again, do. Lay's, this is the Canadian Flavors from China series, chicken and tomato, tomate et poulet. Oui. Oui. Oh, she's crunching. It's got a nice potato crunch. She's making a face. And I it's an interesting face. I don't know if I like that. She's th- trying to decide. I don't know if I like that. Okay. What, well, what feelings are you having? What was the first... There was a journey that we went on, and perhaps it's that part of the bag. It's very sweet. Like, it's very sugary and sweet. Bradley is also going on the flavor journey. <laughs> what? I don't know what just happened, because it tasted neither like chicken nor tomato. Do you remember? You said sweet. Do you remember those cucumber chips? Yes. There was a, a noted sweetness in those as well, right? Right. Okay, then I was hit with a bursting tomato. Oh, really? I'm, like okay, I got gonna, a tomato burst. You got a tomato burst. Let, let me try again. And after the tomato burst, I very, again, very tomato. Yeah, but like tomato that's not ripe. No, it's like, well, I can't put my finger on the tomato. Yeah, you get like this, it's the seed, it's the like gushy seed yes. part of a tomato. But I'm not picking up. A lick of chicken. There is no lick of chicken in these chips. And chicken, by the way, is the first word listed on said label. Chicken and tomato. I'm going to try one more yeah. while you talk. Well, because I'm looking at the, the the images on the front of this Lay's chicken and tomato potato chip bag sent to us from Canada. And there is some kind of sauce element. Right. Yeah. And I don't on. know what that sauce element is supposed to be. It's just like a... Like a yellow sauce. A yellow sauce. But, like a honey mustard. Okay, back to the sweet. These are really sweet. Yes. Like uncomfortably sweet. Like yes. I should let you know on the package it says sweetened with sucralose, sugar, and dextrose. Oh. Well. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. They got all the heavy hitters. So there's Just- like literally three sweeteners in the chicken and tomato chips. Just in case it's not sweet enough, we've also got artificial sweeteners in there just for you. So here's some of the other ingredients that might help us understand the flavor they're trying to approximate. You know, we got the tomatoes. Uh, There's the MSG, which gives you that umami flavor. Mm -hmm. Soy sauce powder, Mm -hmm. soy protein, garlic powder, paprika. That's the, the thrust of the seasoning other than the tomato and I don't see a lick of chicken in here either. Maybe that's supposed to be like the yeast extract. Perhaps. Give you that meaty flavor. Yeah. It does say simulated flavor or savour simulé. Mm, well, that was definitely a simulated flavor. Most pronounced. I don't know. It's like, like I want to keep putting them in my mouth just to have the experience. But like I would never in a million years buy that. No, I would not buy these either. And quite frankly, I think I'm done eating them. Only, and I get why you're eating, you have another chip in your mouth, Bradley, because you're trying to figure out the mystery. You're it's trying like to figure it out. Sweet tomato soup. Yes. But then you also have that taste of the texture of the gooey seeds of the inside of a tomato. The gush. The gush yeah, of the tomato. Yeah, it's like you're getting the gush of a tomato, which there is still no chicken in my mouth. That is a real letdown. Okay, well, let's. So, first of all, thank you, thank you, yes. thank you. Yes, yes, yes. That to, needs to be said. Our uh, special gift, Fabrique en Canada. And um, now we must render a verdict mm. in our Cheat Day Friday segment. The Lay's Canadian flavors from China, chicken and tomato flavor. Holly, on a scale of zero to five Cobras, what say you? I'm giving these like a 1.75. Oh, okay. I like where you're going. It's edible, but I I don't think I want to eat those again. Bradley, what about you? I am going to give this a 1.75 as well. Um, Because I don't know what else to give this. And I, I have so many more questions than answers right now. On the chicken and tomato flavored potato chips, there is uh, there are the Chinese characters, which I don't know if it just says chicken and tomato. But I'm curious what the like, you know, this is considered a flavor from China. I'm curious about what the origins of this flavor is. Yeah. Like, is it a dish? We, we have, have questions. And we don't have any answers. But thank you so much for the special gift. Yay! That's our Chite Friday. You can catch them all on YouTube. Uh, My Talk 1071. And when we come back. Dumb people doing dumb things that are celebrities. We call them. Don't want to do with tomato and chicken flavored potato chips. Drink them with pineapple spindrift. Ew. That combo, I was like, did I just taste fish? That's nasty. Where did the fish come from? I don't know. If you want to know about the chips, go listen to our podcast or check out our YouTube channel for our Cheat Day Friday. It was an interesting one. I was literally like... Sherlock Holmes eating them during the break, trying to figure out what was going on with those uh, chips, because I still haven't figured it out. But in the meantime, let's figure out why some celebrities are acting like fools. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your D-bag house? It's page six. So what's that trash tabloid up to? Oh, that trash tabloid is up to some serious shenanigans, mostly because they're trying to make something out of nothing. 
But this is the way that we communicate. So I was looking at this headline this morning, Bradley, uh, curating some stories for what the heck is going on today. It said Khloe Kardashian weighs in on Rob's child support feud with Black China. And I was like, oh, okay, great. Like, tell me more. Because we talked about this story yesterday uh, in the three o'clock hour Mm -hmm. where it was about Black China saying, paraphrasing here, that she had to give up cars because she doesn't get support from her husband. She's a single mom. The father of her children clapped back and said that that's not necessarily the case. And Khloe Kardashian decided to weigh in. And I was like, okay, great. Well, what does Khloe Kardashian have to say? Knowing that she's close with Rob Kardashian and they have been in the past. Well, I was looking through this article, Bradley, and I'm like, Khloe Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian. What does she have to say? What did she have to say? She didn't have anything to say. Well, then why did they say she had something to say? Because the only thing that she had to quote unquote say is that she liked a post. Oh, that's not having a say. No. That's just clicking a button, you fool. Thank you. Exactly. God, what an idiot. Oh, well, Chloe's not the idiot, but it's page, no, page six. six. Yeah, she's not an idiot. Trying to make this into something that it's not necessarily the case being. Being that no, they I was were waiting for a clickbait, statement. Clickbait, yeah, clickbait. clickbait. I was waiting for a statement from Chloe Kardashian because it was like, okay. Like she was going to show up and be like, that's, that's, you tell her, Rob. Yeah, exactly. No, nobody no, told anybody anything. No, no, no. So it was really what disappointing. What a waste of our time. God. Well, it really was a waste and of then, my time. And then you wasted our time by telling us because you got us all excited. And then. I know. No, well, I'm so it's You just were just making a point. A monumental waste of time across well, the board. page six still living up to what they're known best for. <laughs> Thank you so Sorry, much. Sorry, that was those chips. Yeah, I know. Chicken? Where is it? There was no chicken in that chip. There's no chicken in those chips. The chips we had for cheat day were supposed to have chicken and tomato. They sure had a lot of tomato. I did get the impression that I was licking the inside of a uh, tomato paste can at one point. Yes, right. It's just such concentrated tomato flavor that was not natural. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Bradley, who's your D-bag? Well, thank you for asking, Holly Roberts. Um... And that's what we do so well on this show. Very Friday. Each other, yeah. Asking each other questions that we already know the answers to, but pretend we don't so that you, the listener, will think there's some magic happening here. I want to make my D bag. Actually, this is an all play, but really, I'm just going to laser in on Kim. Oh, look, it's another Kardashian. Oh, what do you uh, Because I chose Kim today because, well, here's a headline from the good folks of the Daily Mail, much like page six. Quote, you couldn't write this stuff it was if it was a sitcom. What? Kim Kardashian admits that her split from Kanye and her romance with Pete is wild in a teaser for her upcoming ABC special. Great. As Chloe is asked about Tristan and Courtney gushes over Travis while mom Chris tears up. Again, Kim is admitting that her split and her romance with Pete is wild by saying, you couldn't write this stuff if it was a sitcom. Actually, you could because it is and you did. Yeah. You fools. I see you. Mm-hmm. This is all drama playing out before our very eyes, not really attached to reality, which you may not be able to call it a sitcom, but most people would call it a reality show Further for the farthest thing from reality. Thank you. Well, 
And that we call it reality, that we call this genre reality television anyways, I feel like does a disservice to the medium at this point. Yeah, I don't know what reality is anymore. So Yeah, nothing is real and everyone smokes. I've left that sip, sip, ship, sail, bye. Okay, what I wanted to go on. It went in the car. It went bye-bye in the car, car. car. I wanted to go on and say that the article itself, what it's, here is the frustrating thing. The headline, sure, it's just lies, 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 lies. But on Thursday, People gave a, uh, was given a preview. People Magazine, get this, Holly, was given a preview of the sit-down chat that the Kardashian Empire will have with Robin Roberts of... Good Morning America. Anyone? Anyone? <sighs> so they were given a preview of the sit-down chat that's set to air on ABC on April 6th in the highlight reel. And I don't know if this is like a primetime experience, but in the highlight reel, Kim is uh, seems to, quote, promise that she will talk about ex-Kanye. And Chloe is asked about where she stands with ex-Tristan Thompson. And Courtney will also touch on her engagement with Travis Barker. Now, I know all of you are like, well, this is this is not, it's so obvious. Um, and that's true. But my point is, like, this is just synergy up the wazoo. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, because you've got Hulu, you've got ABC, you've got GMA, you've got Robin Roberts, you've got Disney, ding, ding, because they own it all. Yeah. They own all of this. Yeah. And they are just trying to uh, leverage and maximize the eyeballs on Kardashians or the Kardashians new show. Right. Now, that kind of begs the question that would anybody be really putting together the pieces of the puzzle in that way? Because there was also this underlying Disney synergy at the Oscars telecast on Sunday Ooh, in more. ways that I don't think people necessarily understood. So, I like when you connect dots. Please do. La, 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 la. There were two <laughs> presenter segments that were really pretty blatant, where one was for best animated feature, where they brought on three women who portrayed Disney princesses in live action reboots of Disney animated classics. And I was like, oh, okay. And I mean, like, they made my eyes roll with OGs, like, because, you know, we didn't get to this, but it was like, oh, the animated films are just for the kids. And it's like, oh, man, come on. Yeah. OGs. Thank you. It was totally like that, where it was like, well, way to disparage the medium that you're giving out an Oscar to. Also, putting together the dots, connect the dots, la, 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 la. It was nice. It was a nice 30th reunion to see the main cast members of White Men Can't Jump on stage. Yeah. The 30th anniversary, like, oh, yeah, that was a good movie. Well, why the heck are they having a 30th anniversary of these stars at the Oscars? Is there like a DVD release or something? No, Bradley, but there is a a remake, a reboot of White Man Can't Jump. Yes, we talked about this. Yes! Starring Jack Harlow that is produced by 20th Century and who owns 20th Century? Disney. Thank you. Wow, Holly, you did the homework. Gold star. I'm going to let you take home this whole bag of uh, chicken and tomato chips. Great. No, seriously, I had not put those, uh, I had not connected those dots. And that's exactly, so... So it's not that these people exist that drives me up a wall, specifically the article which led me to choose Kim Kardashian as my D-bag today, because I expect her to do what she does, which is to, you know, I don't know. Well, they got stuff to sell, right? They have something to sell. And and but like poor Robin Roberts, 
Like, she has to now do a prime, and I'm sure she's saying poor Robin Roberts all the way to the bank, but she's doing a primetime special with the Kardashians as if this was actual news, as if the things going on in may, I mean, maybe, maybe you could make a little bit of an argument that the Kim and Kanye stuff rises to national discourse yeah, because you have, uh, you know, the queen of a reality empire and the king of a pop music empire or rap empire um, or, you know, artist empire, whatever, however you want to categorize Kanye West. You could make that argument, right? That that's worthy of national airtime. I think you could. But Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian, excuse me, Khloe Kardashian and I mean, it's not that these people have no value. It's just that, like, look at what ABC is doing for the sake of a new television show. They are literally, this is a, quote, news, an ABC News exclusive. Yes, and they're framing it as such, ABC News exclusive. Like, they got the scoop on this. Well, no, you didn't get the scoop on this. It's because somebody... You own it. You own it, right? You. It's like you went to, you know... Down the hall, it, I, it, it's just so obvious. It it's is so, so obvious. obvious. <sighs> that said, we're probably going to watch and we'll tell you all about it. Trust. We got, we got Bradley before we go. Yeah. Oh, you know how and we can make begin. this better? Let's make it better. Let's make it better by doing what you do so well, Holly. Yeah. Take it off, girl. We are giving away of VIP wristbands to listeners to hang out with Alexis and Don tomorrow. So this is happening tomorrow. Be sure you can go. Be one of the first five callers and win wristbands for a Women's Final Four VIP event tomorrow on Saturday. You'll get a pair of wristbands to hang out with Alexis and Don at a VIP event for the NCAA Women's Final Four at Target Field. So you'll get drinks and snacks and this is all part of the NCAA Women's Final Four VIP experience. If you want to be a part of that VIP experience, be one of the first five callers, 651-641-1071. We'll get you hooked up, and you'll be having a good time tomorrow. Yes, queens. And when we come back, we'll be having a good time again, because Holly's going to tell us what she's been watching live. What are we going to watch this weekend on TV? I don't know. I know Paul McGuire Grimes will give us some ideas in the next hour on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Hi, I'm Brad. That's Holly. Holly also likes to watch things and you just did. And you wanted to share with us what you're watching live, right? Holly? Yeah. You you guys watch that television show together. Don't you? you? Team Cobra presents. Here's Here's what we're watching live. What are we watching live? Oh, well, I got a couple of things that we're watching live on HBO Max. Good for you. But I'm actually excited because I I think I'm going to like one of the things you're watching. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm watching, Bradley, I don't know if you would be interested in my first option. And I'm just pulling this out of the hat because I didn't put it on our grid. I like surprises. Yeah. But I was thinking. Because we're professionals. Yeah. Uh, But one of these things is on HBO. Well, both are on HBO Max. One of the shows is the half-hour comedy called Minx. Oh, yeah. Minx. This is the one about the sex thing, the 70s sex lady thing. (laughs) It is a 70s sex lady thing. So this is a show. It's women in the 70s. They have sex. Wow. What do you know? Well, not necessarily having sex, but they are 
putting selling it. Yes, they're selling it. So this is a show that's about the formation of an erotic magazine mm. aimed at women. Now, is this based on anything real? Because you mentioned this before, and I don't know the background of this particular show, but I know it's gotten good reviews. Yeah, it has gotten good reviews. And quite frankly, Bradley, I feel a little ignorant here, but I don't know if it's necessarily based on an actual magazine, but it definitely takes elements of the 70s and what was... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Going on and then creates a story around it being that it's not a spoiler alert, but the first episode, the pilot episode, brings heavily Burt Reynolds and oh. his nudie patootie. Oh, yeah. From Cosmopolitan Magazine yeah. into the fold, so to speak. I do remember this. I mean, not firsthand, but, uh, but, you know, I'm aware. Yeah. So that iconic photograph of Burt Reynolds, if you don't know, Burt Reynolds was one of the hottest stars of the 1970s. He decided to do a nude pictorial for Cosmopolitan Magazine on a bearskin rug, and he has his things strategically covered. Yes. And it got people it, all hot and bothered. Yeah. You know, that was the golden era of, or the golden age of the centerfold and chest hair and to have a man do a centerfold <gasps> kills two priests but of course we're not going to show you the actual naughty bits because it's a man oh well let me tell you bradley minx shows the actual naughty bits oh i mean there are there there are naughty bits there are there are you know actually is this the show that i've heard shows like prolific naughty bits it shows prolific yes bradley it shows prolific naughty bits and it's one of those things where you actually get to appreciate all the different kinds of naughty mm. bits that individuals oh, have on sure. their bodies. Yeah. There's big, there's long, We've been there's starved short, there's stout. For the diversity of naughty bits in the world in yeah. terms of displays on uh in popular culture because it's usually like one or two kinds mm-hmm. of naughty bits that are allowed to be seen. Right, exactly. So in Minx, it's actually yeah, you know, I'm glad that you're bringing up that point Bradley because it is the full frontal male nudity, that's what we're talking yeah. about in Naughty Bits. And Minx delivers um, a copious, a cornucopia. <laughs> a wienerama. <laughs> yes. And the show's actually fun, too. Oh, good. Uh, you All know, right. It's so a, that's uh, Minx on yeah, HBO Minx, Max. Minx, HBO Max, dropping new episodes every Thursday. I believe you can treat yourself to at least two episodes right now, if not three. The other show that I did bring to the table, Bradley, and that you did know that I brought to you was HBO Max's Julia. Yeah, I'm very excited about this. I've seen this is um, and the only person I recognize in this is uh, Niles from 
uh, Frazier, right? Doesn't he play her husband? Yeah, David Hyde Pierce plays Julia Child's husband in the HBO Max series, Julia. So this is a fictional retelling of Julia Child, the famed... uh, what would we even call her? Just a celebrity chef at this point? I would say so. I mean, cookbook uh, author and really transformer of the modern home cooking experience. Mm-hmm. She really did bring French cooking into or to the United States in a way that average folks could understand and apply. Yeah. And so this is the fictional retelling of that part of Julia Child's life where she was developing these French cookbooks. She wanted to be on television. And then it's the journey from there. And she is somebody that, you know, I'm I will say on behalf of myself, I haven't spent a lot of time with Julia Child. But these first episodes are just delightful. It's just a welcoming, warm, delightful slice of television. And are all the episodes out, or is it we're just a couple in? We're just a couple in. Okay, because HBO does that thing where they make you they make you earn it. Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta, gotta earn that one. But Julia Child herself, an incredibly fascinating woman, oh. because then going into the deep dive of Julia Child, it's that one. Yes, she is from the United. I always thought she was British, but she was born in Pasadena. Oh no, she's got a very sort of. Dentorian, old, you know, English, not British English, but like American English. Transcontinental. Yeah, she has a very upper crusty uh, way about her, which I think is what was so endearing for many of us. Yeah. And uh, uh, Julia Child. Child. Right. Well, because she's so iconic and you just, you know, those parts of Julia Child. But what this series, Julia on HBO Max, attempts to do is, you know, you get to know the woman behind the series. You get to know the woman behind the recipe and her journey throughout all of that. David Hyde Pierce is a delight as Julia Child's husband. And I wasn't, I actually, we watched this show at the behest of my husband. Mm. He was the one who wanted to watch Julia because of his fond memories for Julia Child on public television oh, as a yeah. kid. I mean, I I feel this the exact same way. And then she had some later, uh, you know, shows on PBS and kind of brought in all these other amazing chefs and really just fostered some talents that we know and love today as well in, in the um, TV cookery world, whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, she's just, if you go back, I actually did at one point when I had a Netflix, remember when Netflix was DVDs? Yes. And I went through the entire French Chef series, like start to finish, and just like ate it all up like a sponge because there's this incredible, like if you like YouTube videos where you listen to people who, she is a woman who had a thing and didn't care, like, like she had, she was a force unto herself. Yes. She brought so much to bear on the other side of that camera without the camera needing to have done much for her. Like she just provided so much in the way of personality and communication in a way that was, I think, unique. And really, I would say, like what cooking show slash personality slash YouTuber doesn't have somebody like Julia Child to thank on some level, if you really want to get deep about it. Well, yeah, and and what a pioneer of television, the medium of television she was, and one of the episodes that is available now of Julia on HBO Max goes into detail about the planning of the filming of the pilot of The French Mm. Chef, and that it wasn't 
necessarily natural or easy for her. And Julia Child, just like any other human being, had doubts, concerns, was self-aware, judgmental about herself. And so that's really interesting to see, too, because Bradley, I mean, you could told you're absolutely right. Any kind of cookery star owes a debt to Julia Child and her way of translating her cooking over to the world of television and being able to communicate that. And I think to be able to communicate to an audience by yourself and also perform is incredibly like that's at a time too, you know, in TV when that was just, that wasn't a thing. Right. Right. So she really did pioneer an, uh, I don't want to say art form, but it was an art form, but she also just pioneered, you know, the technology and her with her husband and, you know, their whole production company. Exactly. And not in. And also, also the first big chunk of that series was in black and white. And can I tell you, you know, to get people titillated about food in black and white is not an easy task. Yeah. So go get titillated by Julia (laughs) on HBO Max. Really, it's just it's comfort television at its finest. And you'll learn something about it and and have a good time. I'm glad you mentioned that. And I also just can I add, I haven't watched the show, but here's something I just put on my list today because I got a recommendation for something else that's on HBO Max. Have you heard of the Beforeners? Yes. It's a Norwegian show where people just kind of start popping up from different times. And like the world has to wrestle with these people. And I've have you watched it? No. Okay. I've heard great things. So there's plenty to watch this weekend on HBO Max. Woo! Holly, thank you so much for telling us what you were watching. Julia and Minx. When we return, we're gonna kick off another hour. We have a question for you. What recipe do you make every week? Like what's the one thing you're always like, well, we're doing that again. Let us know because Emily Blunt and Jennifer Garner have something they want to share. <laughs>